Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, this is the Michigan Maniac Podcast and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the Ask Me Anything episode. Um... Before we get into that, let's do some housekeeping. Guys, go to YouTube, uh, Michigan Maniac Podcast YouTube, subscribe there. We're going to start putting some uh, short clips on that bad boy and uh, making some hype videos and all that kind of stuff. Put some of my uh, uh, time to good use, hopefully. Uh, also, I will be live tweeting basketball games. Um, follow that on Twitter at Maniac Podcast. Also, go to the social media portion of all this which is the facebook fan page on michigan maniac fan page or the uh, michigan maniac podcast on instagram now um i've got a promotion right now where if you guys go to either the michigan maniac fan page uh on facebook and leave a review or on apple podcasts or itunes same thing and leave a review uh, hit me up on the DM. Let me know your full name, your address, and I will send you a Maniacs logo sticker. So that'll be awesome. Guys, it's one of the more popular things going right now, so please take advantage while I feel generous, of course. Um, let's see here. What else is going on? Oh, a uh, small bit of news. It doesn't really concern Michigan football, but I will be on the radio Um in, it's random, but Cody, Wyoming. Uh, I'm calling in on Wednesday. They want to do a little spot with me going over some college football, and, uh, mostly NFL. So that's pretty cool, getting the Michigan Mania podcast uh, name out there. Um, so that's pretty exciting. And you never know what else is going to happen this year. I'm telling you, this year is going to be exciting. This is going to be the year of the Maniac. Uh, so I can't wait to see how this goes. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um first question is let's see we lost a lot of great coaches recruiters with or we lost a great coach and great recruiter with Chris Partridge would you like to see who would you like to see step into those big shoes <sighs> I don't know I guess the easy answer would be uh, Bush Sr. Um, I've heard there's a lot of stuff with some uh, defensive guy from Kentucky maybe stepping in I'd like to keep it in-house I mean I'm always a big guy uh, with promoting from within. I believe that in any business, really. But uh, So I would like to see Bush Sr. do it. He seems to be successful in pretty much anything. Let's face it, if he can get Devin Bush, his son, to play at such a high level and keep him focused through everything, he's got to be pretty uh, pretty phenomenal. Um, so I'd probably go with that. Uh, also, I'm going to answer this, but I'm going to answer it lightly because... Uh, I don't know if I really want to get into politics on this one, but it says you also don't get asked anything outside of sports, obviously. Uh, but he's wondering my thoughts about Trump blowing the fuck out of Iran's uh, general with drone strikes. Um, I don't know. I got a son in the Navy, and uh, that makes me nervous. Uh, 
but also I don't I don't like to think that the US is weak either so, I mean this is way above my pay grade I think uh, I just want my son to be safe to be quite honest I don't want us to look like punks either and I think you know you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes uh, maybe you didn't go through the right channels but who am I to say I'm not a politician so uh, I'm optimistic at maybe this will be a um, a neutral move at best <laughs> you know what I mean maybe we should say face maybe look strong I don't really care I just want our boys to be safe I want my son especially to be safe so I'll leave it at that it's not a great answer but you know I don't I don't delve into politics because I just there's just too much that we found out that it's war is mainly rich man's games and I don't know where the the pay or the money goes on this one and I haven't really paid attention, so uh, I don't want to get into it, but I hate the idea. And one of the main things that really has bothered me about my son going into the Navy and me learning more about um, politics sometimes is that I do fear that it is we're sending our boys over to fight rich man's wars. So kind of worried about that. But like I said, I don't follow it much, so maybe consider me ignorant on that. I don't really care. Uh, but moving on. Uh... What uh, do you think they should promote Bush to safety to the safeties coach or hire a new guy? I've actually heard that Cato June. I know most of you probably follow a lot of stuff on Twitter, so this isn't new to you. So Cato June, one of our more impressive uh, Michigan Wolverine alumni, has been mentioned for the job. Hopefully, if that's not just rumor, I really did love that kid's play. Super physical, great. I mean, he's got the backing of a lot of Michigan ex-Michigan players. And plus, anytime you can bring in ex-players to coach and really bring it up, that's why I'd love to see. Um, oh, so I would say Cato June. I, you know, if we can't, if we, we should find a place for uh, Bush Sr. to be somewhere if he's not the safeties guy. Uh, get him in with the linebackers because that's what he was. Let's see, you know, who knows where Campanelli might go because he didn't get the Boston College defensive coordinator job. Um, so we'll see where that goes. Also, uh, it says here, what other shakeups do you see happening in the staff in the offseason? Well, as we all know, Campanelli is probably going to be gone. And, uh, I, you know, I would love to see um, maybe uh, get Mike Hart back into the, into the mix. He did a fantastic job in Indiana. It's time for him to come home. Whatever beef him and Harbaugh have, I don't even know if that's the thing, but I heard it might be a rumor. That's why. Settle it. Get this kid back. He was one of the most most prolific running backs in Michigan history, and we have nothing but a overly talented Michigan running back room right now. That just screams Mike Hart. So, I, I mean, you're telling me... Zach Charbonnet can't do amazing things with Mike Hart at the helm. I mean, you, you know, uh, just the talent we have right now in the deep, in the offensive running back uh, position uh, astounds me, and I think we should get a good guy like Hart to do it. Outside of that, man, fuck, who knows? Dude, there's been so many rumors flying around this season. I, you know, Harbaugh could be gone. You never know. I doubt it. I mean, that's like a one in nine, a one in a hundred chance, but still. Who knows what's going to happen this season. But I would love to see Hart come back. Uh, don't be surprised if Cato June gets hired. And then we're definitely make room for uh, Devin Bush Sr. somewhere. The, you know, obviously, like I said in the first question, he's got talent. He he's he knows how to talk to kids. So I like to see that happen. And uh, 
I think that's really about it right now. Oh, Richard Roundtree. I mean, there's a there's a talented kid. Let's get that fucking kid out there in recruiting. You know, put him into wide receiver spot and let's see. You know, give him the full reign and see what goes on. I would love to see that kid out on the trail. Um, I think we've got uh, a young coaching staff, but uh, a lot of promise. So I'd like to see that stuff happen. Um, then this one comes from Brian. Sorry, the the last question was from Ryan. That my bad. I'm a little off tonight. And the first question was from Gabe. Sorry, guys. Uh, this next was from Brian. How do you feel about Collins coming back for his senior year? I'm super fucking excited, to be quite honest with you. I think he is... Uh, you know me. I've been a huge Nico Collins fan <laughs> since he's got to Michigan. I think uh, outside of DPJ being underutilized, I definitely think Nico Collins is completely underutilized. You saw what a fully... Uh, I keep using the word utilize, I'm sorry. But just a fully engaged Nico Collins against Indiana type day he could have when he's really going and you're really lighting him up and using him. Um, I say slap the number one on him. I know there's been a lot of talk about that. I don't know why we haven't done that. I mean, that's a Michigan tradition that should come back. We brought back the white pants. We brought back the helmet stickers. Let's bring back the number one. Put slap that on on Nico and let's do it up. And if we're not going to slap it on Nico, then you know this might be a little crazy. I would say uh, Giles Jackson or, or uh, Giles Jackson or Ronnie Bell, another uh, two possible candidates for the number one. But in my opinion, you give it to Nico because Nico can have one hell of a fucking year with the right quarterback at the helm. Uh, we're talking uh, Braylon Edwards type numbers. So I would love to see that happen, um, but we'll see. But yeah, I'm super excited about that. Um, let's see. Here's one I think is a little ridiculous, but I'll answer it anyways. David says, Inya or Anya? I think he must be asked. That must be a question for his mother. So we'll leave that for him to ask his mom. I would assume it was in her because he's around. If it was on her, I don't know. We'll just find out. But I think that's more of a question his mother should be answering than me. So Dave, I hope, or David, I hope you find out the answer to that. Please let us know what your mom says. I would assume she loves it all on her. Um, now let's go to Curtis. It says, will Don Brown ever learn on 3rd and 18 not to, that it's not a real good idea to run man-to-man -man blitz on the house defense? Uh yeah, I don't know. Die. Live by the sword, die with the sword with this guy. Uh, he's got to have a short leash, right? Um, I'm probably going to do another episode this week uh, just on my, um, I don't know, inner torment or my inner struggle with uh, confliction with Don Brown. Uh, yeah, I I don't know, man. He looks great. It, like, he is completely bully ball. We dominate teams we should. And we look like shit. And it's not even we look like shit. It's, you know, I, I... Okay, I can't waste a lot of time on this one. Just because I'm going to do that episode this week about Don Brown and how I feel about even defense with offense and how it all works together. But, uh, no, I don't think he's ever going to learn, to be quite honest with you. And that's why my initial reaction after the, after the uh, Alabama game was to get rid of him. Because 
it's been three or four years now and it's still the same shit over and over and over again. So Curtis, it's a great question, a great point. I don't know if he'll ever will. He's a, he's an older dude who's had tremendous success doing what he's doing. So I don't see why that would ever change. I just don't. I think the lack of communication is a big deal with that. And I'll get more into that this in the next episode coming up. That's going to be just about Don Brown and the defense. Um, Stewart asked besides Partridge Campanile and possibly McDaniels. Oh, okay. We already talked about that. I normally group all the guys together when they ask similar questions. I'm just glad you guys are asking the questions and yeah, it would, it would suck if McDaniels leaves as well. I mean, who knows at this point, right? Who's going to leave, who's going to go, but I've given you my thoughts on who I thought might stick around. Um, Ryan asks, does, <laughs> that's why I'm glad I, I, I titled this, ask me anything. Does a bear shit in the woods? <laughs> if a tree falls and no one is around to hear it, does it still make noise? That are very, very, <clears throat> um, very good, very good questions. And I would say, one, does a bear shit in the woods? I would say, ask the rabbit. If you know the joke, then you'll appreciate what I just said. Also, two, um... I failed philosophy when I was in college, so or didn't really fail. I just didn't show up. Uh, too busy smoking that weed, if you know what I mean. So I think that'd be something I would have been able to answer if I would have taken that class a little bit more serious. Um, now here's one. Um, it's a big one. Um, let me see here. But well, this is a long one, guys. Hold on a second. So question is, we all know it's a talent base that we lose to Ohio and Bama and such, but we all blame but we all blame all unfortunate losses on coaching and this player or that player. But the way other teams beat us, they already beat us with the talent talented recruits. Not that Harbaugh and company doesn't recruit these kids hard. I just think maybe I'm wrong, but other recruiting will always be behind the likes of, well, I don't know if we're always going to be behind Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, and LSU. Because let's face it, if you if you strike with a uh, generational talent, like, uh, I'm bagging, I'm really putting all my eggs into this basket. And that is Joe Milton. I think he can be the guy. You get one quarterback, as we all see now. I mean, look at what... Um, like, well, perfect example. Look at LSU. LSU struggled mightily against Alabama. Hadn't beat Alabama in eight straight years. Gets Joe Burrow, beats him. <laughs> I mean, going to the national title game. In college football, I guess even in pro football, because look, uh, look at what's going on with Pat Mahomes and uh, the what's his, uh, Lamar Jackson. When you get a quarterback that fits your system perfectly and he's able to make the plays that are needed on a consistent basis and he's exciting and he you can go anywhere and that's what football's based off of is generational talent at the quarterback level i think we've got all the other pieces you can't tell me nico collins isn't a great wide receiver giles jackson isn't set up to be a star um
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mike Zayner still going to be solid. Eric Alls coming up. Uh, Nick Eubanks. I mean, our offensive line is talented in certain areas. That's going to be a problem. Um, I don't even know it's going to be a problem. That's one of the next questions. But uh, our, our running backs, Zach Charbonnet, uh, Haskins. I mean, what more can you ask for? Like, we've got all the talented pieces. We just need a quarterback to push us over the top. And when you do that... They will come. More talent will come. It's proven. It's just that's the way it goes. Winning does this. Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, LSU all win on a consistent basis, and they're always winning big games. We need to start doing that, and the reason why we haven't done that lately is because of our quarterback. And I'll break that down, too. I know you're going to say, well, our defense gives us so much fucking points and yards. But think about it. If our quarterback didn't overthrow eight people in that Alabama game. That game's a lot different. He hits Nico and DPJ on wide open passes. That game's a lot different. You can't have a quarterback play like shit constantly. 75% of the season, Shea Patterson played like absolute fucking dookie. And we're going to blame it all on the talent around him and even the coaching. Well, if you call the right play, you have to have the quarterback make the fucking play. That's why the quarterback gets paid way more than anybody else in the major leagues. Like in the NFL, you're looking at a quarterback soon to get paid 40 to $45 million per year. No other, no other position gets close to that. Why? Because they are the heart and brain of the whole fucking team, man. Without a great quarterback, your team suffers. And especially with our defense. Okay, when we get into this, I'm not getting into this right now. But I'm telling you, if Shea Patterson fucking played like a goddamn five-star, played like Joe Burrow, we would this we would have beat Alabama, or at least we would have lost by seven or three instead of fucking, what, 21 or whatever it was? Ridiculous. I don't think it has anything to do with the academic requirements, to be quite honest. I, I think, um, yeah, I mean, sure, we can't always get the some of these guys because they, they just don't have the grades to get in. I get that part of it, sure. So maybe it hurts a little bit, but it hasn't slowed Notre Dame down. You know, Notre Dame's still doing pretty well. I mean, there's other really great schools out there that have high academic standards. Uh, I don't want to use that ever as an excuse. I just don't. Now, maybe if you want to throw on, throw in some online classes so these kids don't always have to be running back and forth to classes, sure, because they're not typical students. So I don't, I'm not, I'm okay with them not being treated like typical students. I'm just not, I'm fine with it. I'm okay with it. that They can be treated like complete and utter stars because that's what they are. They make millions upon millions of dollars for this school. So they should be treated differently. So I'm fine with online classes or whatever, right? Um, now, you know, come on. The It says before, uh, academic requirements or more incentives questionable. 
before signing to get those other schools to the elite talent. I know he's probably talking about Alabama with every Alabama top recruit gets a new car. You know, that's just been going on since the beginning of time. So, I don't know. I don't really care, to be quite honest with you. Sooner, what, in another two years, they're going to get paid for their likeness, so all that's not going to mean a fucking sack of shit anyway, so who cares? Um, knowing UM had 48 football guys on the big all 10 academic well no that's good i'm glad that we have smart kids we don't have dummies but i'm telling you i don't really care about the the academic stuff makes no difference to me um you know who cares really i mean yeah okay sure i I, you know alabama uh you know an educated goat can be the the fucking uh valedictorian right uh you could be summa cum laude you know you can be lobotomized and still have the second highest grade point average in Alabama. I get it. You know what I mean? They they major in mud pie over there. But still, you know, we can't always be looking at these these things as excuses for why we're not winning. Especially when when what you look at on the field isn't because of their grade point average. We didn't lose to Ohio State because of their grade point average if anything you're saying that our kids are smarter per capita or whatever you want to say then why are they stealing shoes off of ohio state players why are they fucking not communicating in the defensive backfield if our guys are supposed to be smarter and we can't go over for the most athletic kid it's not because we are losing because of athletics we're losing because we're doing dumb mental shit so I don't want to hear about this Well, we're not, you know, we're, we always have to go for the smart kid. No, no, that's not our fucking problem. It's mental weakness is our problem, right? Uh, Daxton Hill didn't start running with Jerry Judy on the first play of their, of their drive until he was already past him. Now, listen, that's a freshman guy thing. He'll pick that up over the next offseason, and you'll probably never see him make that mistake again. But still, that's mental. So smart kids shouldn't have those mistakes then, right? That's all I'm saying is I don't agree with it. I I don't think it makes any difference. Our kids are athletic. (laughs) It's not like we have a bunch of just fat donut-eating assholes out there that don't do anything and they're stuck in the mud. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm running out there. We've got some real athletes. It's the mental part of it that's fucking them up. So no, I'm not going to, I don't agree with it. Now, does Jim not go, because, oh, that's still educational stuff. Um, So with, let's see, there was one more I wanted to answer. And uh, let's see if I can find it. All right, here it is. Are you shocked at the players that have declared for the draft? And do you think they need at least one more year to improve their draft stock? Um, Now, out of the ones that have, uh, I'm going to just talk about the three that I know of, which I think that's only been three, right, that have declared early. And that is uh, Ruiz, DPJ, and uh, and Uche. Um, I think Uche was ready. I'm not really worried about that. Uche is going to be a talent uh, in the NFL. I don't know where he'll go. Um, obviously, probably, I would say, third to fourth round. I think he's a steal in that area. Um, 
Ruiz, no, I'm not shocked. I wanted him to stay. I really wanted him to stay to anchor this offensive line um, for next season because it's going to be young as fuck. So I really would have loved to see him stay. But no, that kid's talented. He's got, I mean, he's going to be one hell of a center. I know he's, I think they said he's going to go projected 39th overall, about the same area in which uh, the Iowa center went last year. So makes about sense. 39th pick overall, second round, maybe even third round, I would say. Talented kid. Um, DPJ, though. Uh, now, this might be an unpopular opinion, and I can't really uh, prove any of this, right? But we all heard Harbaugh talked about changing the culture in the locker room. Now, I expected to see whoever left to be those players that I thought were the problem because I really do believe Tariq Black uh, was just unhappy with how he was being utilized at Michigan and that could be a cancer when you drag your feet and you're not playing at top at your top speed or top level I also think that DPJ um, might have also contributed to that unrest in the locker room I can't com- I, I, I can't confirm it and I do like DPJ. He sounds like a great kid. He's a great talent. I do think he'll do well in the NFL. But I think that might have been part of it. I think his some. I've read some news that his mother or a parent was unhappy with how he was being utilized in Michigan. So doesn't shock me that Tariq Black and DPJ are both leaving. Um, I think that was the cancer in the locker room. I think you're going to see that gone. I mean, the best example of when you clear out a cancer, it helps clear the whole team chemistry, is no look no further than the Washington Generals. They got rid of, or Washington Nationals, my fault, Washington Nationals. Um, they got rid of uh, Bryce Harper, and they won the, the World Series the next season. He was clearly uh, malcontent, and it hurts. Even if you just have one, it affects the whole team. Now you got two of them, Tariq Black and DPJ. And they're just salty as fuck because they're not being utilized the way they should because they both believe they're stars. And they're not getting the the, the looks. Uh, wouldn't shock me if he was part of it. So no, um, none of this really surprises me other than maybe Ruiz, only selfishly because I wanted him to stay. But I do wish DPJ luck. I think he's a talented fucking kid. I'd love to see what he's going to do in the NFL. But if he was one of the main reasons why it was such a shitty locker room, I hope that changes wherever he goes because I'd hate to see a bad attitude ruin a career. I just would hate to see that because you don't want to get labeled as the bitchy guy. You know what I mean? Like the complainer. So that's really about it for right now, guys. Um, It was a fantastic Ask Me Anything. Thank you so much. I know it's kind of the off-season for all of us, so uh, I just appreciate the number of questions I got. Um, like I said, guys, uh, watch for me live tweeting at, at Maniac Podcast on Twitter. Also, like I said, guys, go ahead and um, leave a review and leave me your name, your full name, your address. Leave a review on uh, iTunes, you know, Apple Podcasts, or the Michigan Maniac fan page, and I will send you a Maniac logo sticker for free it's fantastic guys get some word of mouth it's only making this thing grow stronger i mean big shout out to yoder for uh getting me on his show because uh 
I had hardly any followers on Twitter. Now I've got way more than I like ten times more than I had before. Uh, the listenership on the on the podcast is going through the roof right now. Uh, some older episodes are really getting hit up, so I can tell this is all new people. I really appreciate that from James Yoder and the Michigan Report. Um, also, guys, I will post the link of my uh, appearance on the Cody on the Sports Nuts uh, radio show in Cody, Wyoming. So, uh, guys, more stuff coming. Like I said, 2020 is going to be the year of the maniac, guys. Take care. Always and forever know it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys, go blue.